Kane's Fishing and Hunting Show on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Good morning and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly fishing and hunting show, and welcome to Kane Radio on the FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And meanwhile, each Friday, these are the people, the reason we're here, Rick. Oh, yeah, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasoning and Foods. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number is uh, area code 337. The number is 367-1240. So got to dial that old area code in 367-1240. Meanwhile, you can also listen to us online at www.kane1240.com. Anywhere in the world. If you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible internet device. We're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And Ricky, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what you hear? Tony, locally, I haven't heard really a lot, man, with that heat. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll catch some rain, you know, and kind of cool it off and and uh, I see the water level, they, they got the gauge, I guess, fixed back at yeah, Bula Rose. Yeah, and, I was uh, able to pull it up this I, morning. I've seen that. And, uh, but, you know, up, up northern, Tony, and all the reservoirs, they, they've been fishing at night. It's just so hot during the day. And uh, I've heard a little bit about they catching a few uh, redfish, you know, in the uh, intercoastal around uh, the mouth of the Avery in the deep spots. And uh, same thing on the island. But freshwater is just... Uh, you know, I know Mike and him had the last hog fight Wednesday night, so Mike will probably be calling in. But it's just been so uh, so daggone hot, Tony. All my connections and the people that I talk to, they, they're struggling, and uh, it's just it's been tough, man. Well, you know, just to go a little further than that, I talked to a gentleman yesterday about, uh, you know, uh, the golf courses here in town, and it's so hot, people. You know, you just, you're not even going to see cars at the golf course. Yeah, how that old song goes, too hot for golf. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, it is. It's hot, you know. It's just amazing. (laughs) I mean, it is hot. Yeah. And uh, 100 plus degrees and the index factor and all. But the only thing that's basically, and I should say saving us, the humidity's been way down. Right. You know, if it had been in the 90s. Yeah, with the west wind, you're right. You know, some of these days, I mean, you'd be smothering uh, with that. Yeah. No, Tony, going. we went two weeks ago and put down at a Miet Point, took a, took a good little boat ride, and, uh-huh. you know, that, that was the best part of the whole trip. We did catch 12 nice nice bass, but, I mean, we had to work for them. Sure. But the water is just, uh, I mean, it's it, it's not boiling, but, I mean, it's hot, you know, and uh, we had to really move around just to catch those 12 fish. Yeah, and it's uh, like, again, too, uh, the fish are going to see cooler, cooler areas to uh, – swim in and hibernate yep. in and uh they're looking for that cool water oh, right yeah. now especially well, with the lakes yeah. being not that much depth at all yeah and speaking of depth rick as we see this morning out at butler rose uh yep. as i've finally been able to pull up right uh the gauge fix yeah yep. as of this morning we were looking at 4.6 feet you know at yep. uh, six o'clock this morning uh with that so uh and it looks like a little downward trend course you got to recall later on uh at this time next week they're gonna start draining henderson drawing the swamp down yeah that's right but and, uh, and usually rick that's because of the greenage right yeah and a hydrilla yeah, yeah they're trying is. to you know they're, they're going there and draw it down and i guess they'll spray some and you know that hydrilla is tough tony because you know it goes with the current and, and you, you get a lot of high water and it spreads out so it's you know especially henderson 
every year the water's up and down. So, you know, those seeds get everywhere, and you know, hydrilla, hydrilla can be a problem. Yeah. yeah, and we're talking about next week at this time, uh, over the weekend, we're talking about the water level just being just a shade above three feet. You yeah. know, I can't remember it being that low. Uh, That's been a while. Uh, yeah. You're right. So, and uh, speaking of hydrilla, just look at a Bayou Tesh. Yeah. I mean, uh, cross the bridges and look at the uh, hydrilla that's yeah. literally. Uh, yeah, a lot the, of water lilies, you're right. Uh, yep. Just all over, too. And I'm, I, that's yeah. the most I've seen in a I've, good while. Yeah, and when I was a kid, when we were talking about that, uh, I think last week before we came on the air, Tony, you know, years ago, we didn't have all of that. Uh, now, they have did a little locking system down around Franklin, and I'm wondering, when we get a lot of high tides, you know, if the in the, uh, with the weight of winds, the, those lilies are blowing. They're blowing in from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just amazing uh, when That's I right. cross the, either the bridges here in town, yeah. the three bridges, and you right. just look. And left it's and pretty right. much all the way down towards Generate, uh, yeah, Tony. It's, it's like it's, that. Yeah. It's strong too. Uh, oh, so, yeah. anyway, in the meantime, a uh, lot to talk about this morning. Uh, hunting season right around the corner. We've got Hard a few to believe, things huh? to talk about that, and yeah. also. The CCA tournament, you know, you got a, uh, about a week left uh, with that. So you people that have signed up and are members, uh, not much changing here with the CCA tournament results. So uh, uh, a lot of opportunity uh, for people still to go out. Of course, the uh, the uh, tag first red tag fish has been caught. I haven't heard anything else if others have been caught in that regard throughout the years too. Uh, this is this year was unusual. It seemed like it took for months uh, before the first tag redfish was caught right. uh, and caught over in the New Orleans area somewhere up in there. Uh, but again, you got to take that polygraph test. In the meantime, I uh, haven't heard many others. Uh, of course, uh, with that, the uh, summer just about over in the tournament, which began Memorial Day weekend, will end up uh, <coughs> September 4th, which is the uh, Labor Day weekend, so it's still yeah. time. If you have registered and uh, and a member of the CCA, you can go out and fish and and also. Um, anyway, it looks uh, looks pretty good yeah. uh, for that. But in the meantime, I, I saw too. Uh, I didn't get any info this morning or yesterday with regard to the Louisiana Private Recreational Red Snapper landing estimates through August the thirteenth. So I was hoping maybe to get that this morning. Last week they sent it out on a Thursday yep. afternoon, didn't get anything. But last week it was uh, 73% of the allocation, which is uh, 934,000 uh, uh, pounds of uh, yep. uh, red snapper. So hadn't seen that. I got a feeling it's going to be up pushing 80. It should, Tony. I spoke to one of my customers uh day before yesterday, and he was telling me the boat ride was a lot longer. He said, man, we fished for 30 minutes, Rick. We limited out. And he had four guys with him, so that's 16. That's you know? right. So, it's, yeah, the number, it should jump up. Yeah, he said so, it, the fishing is tremendous out there. Yeah, so uh, interesting too. But and and going out there, it's a little cooler too, if you can believe that or not. Uh, not much, but uh, anyway, uh, when you're out there, I guess it's sixty, seventy, eighty feet of water, uh, trying yeah. to catch some red snapper. So uh, in that regard, elsewhere uh, with that too, you know, the uh, sugar chapter, the CCA had their big uh, banquet last week over in Cade. And I saw where they uh, they've drew, drew in over a hundred and fifty thousand. I seen that article, man. Tony. Yeah, and uh, don't know who won the uh, prize for the Nautica right. no. nineteen uh, foot Nautica star, but uh, nice uh, turnout, uh, good times, and uh, hats off to them. Raised over a hundred and fifty grand. So uh, for the CCA, uh, what more can you say about that, too, Rick? Uh, in that regard, oh, so yeah, uh, coastal, we need some coastal restoration. So that's, that's right. So uh, that's in good, that banquet. So yep. uh, with that, so. Uh, just uh, interesting and want to remind the folks, as always, about the license reminder. You know, when you bought your license, yep. it's year to date. So uh, 
It's no longer the June 30th. I'm going to mention that for a while. Oh, yeah. You're to right, to keep Tony. people up with that. Because, yep. uh, man, you don't want to be caught out there and you think your fishing license is active. Yeah. And, uh, and Tony, is it me or does the year just come quicker now? Uh, I think the days are coming <laughs> quicker. You know, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's like, man, I just bought my license and it was already expired. But it, it was a year, yeah. That's right. Uh, so, anyway, it's just interesting in that regard. So, I uh, want to remind folks each time to uh, – and, of course, the Henderson uh, Drawdown, which is, you know. Right uh, around which, the corner. Well, yep. when you're talking about it, it's going to be a little over three feet, and they've got to draw it down. Plus, uh, they're going to draw it, yeah. Yeah, that's it's getting, like man, a the, big mud flat. Last that, time they did that's it, right. that's what it looked like, Tony. Really? Yeah. So, uh, just amazing, too, when you look at that and all. Uh, anyway, uh, also, you know, you hunters, you know, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about that uh, now during the show from now until the end of the show, which will be a uh, a little after seven forty this morning, uh, but in the meantime, uh, Rick, you waterfowl hunters—they had a survey come out. Uh, the water population, the waterfowl population uh, survey results, and the United States uh, Fish and Wildlife Service released its report on the 2023 waterfowl population status based on surveys conducted in May and early June. Uh, anyway, from the Canadian Wildlife Service, to the total populations were estimated at a little over 32 million breeding ducks in a traditional survey, which is about a 7% drop from last year of an estimated 34,700,000 and 9% below the long-term average uh, since 1955. Anyway, anyway, one of the Ducks Unlimited chief scientists, uh, a doctor by the name of Steve Adair, said the overall numbers reflect a complex relationship between waterfowl, the weather, habitat availability, and he said, went on to say, uh, these results are somewhat disappointing as we had hoped for better production from the eastern prairies following improved moisture conditions in the spring of 2022. He also mentioned last year that the nesting season was delayed with April snowstorms and May rains, which likely impacted the overall production. He said, in the past, we have seen population growth lag moisture conditions that small shallow wetlands recover from the lingering impacts of a severe drought well heck well, uh, when you're speaking of drought just added you're to looking it. Yeah. right at us yeah. uh, right now anyway some of the takeaways uh, from his report population of most species remain healthy and near the long-term averages which should produce a respectable flight for the waterfowl hunters and the waterfowl enthusiasts to enjoy this fall and winter Elsewhere, the total pond numbers in the United States and Canada were estimated at 5 million, which is 9% lower than last year, and 5.5 million, slightly below the long-term average of uh, 5.2 million. Meanwhile, the mallard and American widgeon uh, populations declined. Estimates for mallards were down 18% from last year, 23% from their long-term average, and American widgeons uh, were uh, down 14%. And 28 from their long-term average. Uh, these declines are concerned for the Ducks Unlimited scientists and amplify the need for sustained investment in conservation, monitoring, and target uh, uh, science. Elsewhere, pintails provided uh, a noteworthy bright spot, and uh, population estimates increased 24% over the record low from last year. That's a big duck. That's right. And although the survey showed that the overall duck populations remain healthy, is also told a, a story of a continuing drought in the western Canada provinces and which will limit production of ducks that traditionally settle in those landscapes. Also, subsequent surveys will paint a more complete picture of how the uh, well duck populations are recovering okay. from the severe drought of 2020 to 2021 and uh, also the avian uh, influenza 
based on reports from waterfowl managers and wildlife disease experts of partner agencies. DU scientists don't expect a significant impact on duck populations uh, from okay. that uh, 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 avian. So, Tony, I guess the geese, that, that's because uh, you remember they, they had – they they lengthened the season. What was it last year? The year before? Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, uh, also, so I, you know, the goose hunting too. They've uh, increased yeah. that too. Uh, they give an extra some extra time for goose hunting into March even. So maybe they go further north. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's probably got something to do with it. But anyway. Anyway, but uh, generally the numbers are down. Uh, Greenway. Uh, I'm looking at uh, uh, the uh, survey report here from 2023 and 2022, and the uh, uh, change. With that, uh, mallards, as we mentioned just now, are down a little bit, about 18%. Gadwall is down about 5%. Uh, elsewhere, green wing teal okay. are up 16%. Uh, All right. So a good thing. Uh, blue wing's down, though, 19%. Elsewhere, the no- northern shoveler is uh, down 6%. The northern pintail is up, as I mentioned, 24%. Right. Uh, the redhead down 13%. The canvas back up 6%. Uh, but a small uh, percentage, you know, uh, and the scope uh, is up, uh, uh, da- uh, excuse me, down 4%. Four. So, yeah, you duck hunters out there. Uh, yeah, it's decent. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Mixed bag. Yeah, like it usually is. You know, I talked to guys last year, yeah. you know, who were out there on that first day and all, uh, whether right. the heat, you know, coming yeah. up in the w- coming weeks with the uh, teal season beginning. Of yeah. course, the dove season started uh I guess Labor Day uh, weekend mm-hmm. and right. all somewhere in there. So uh, and with Tony, that, I still see a lot of uh, a lot of woodies. Uh, do you? In in and uh, the, there's a certain I guess it's a flight pattern that they 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 do, but uh, when we come through there, I still see a lot of wood ducks in in a certain area of the basin. Yep. Well, with that too, Rick. You know, uh, with the the ducks. So, uh, but like I'm, I was getting ready to mention, uh, talking to hunters last year, it was either hot or cold. Yeah. You know, have a good day and hit your limits, and uh, other days you hardly see any fly. Right. And uh, I think it's going to be like that for a good while with that. So uh, in the meantime, uh, that's one sport you got to love, though, man. Oh, you yeah. do, you do. It's either the hot, weather. cold, or the mosquitoes, or, yeah, or the birds not flying. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's a lot to lot to deal with. Uh, a lot of combinations there. But yeah, you know, yeah. when the weather's a little cooler, right? Uh, you know, would it be 50 degrees or so, and those guys get out there in the bright sunshine shooting at these uh, at the ducks. So. Meanwhile, I want to uh, remind people, or I should say hunters, that the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries are accepting applications for the 2024, 23-24 White Lake uh, Waterfowl Lottery Hunt. You know, you guys want to get out there and hunt on, uh, out on White Lake, uh, which, of course, is uh, west of us out there. And uh, there's an application fee and a $5 transaction fee. A lot of the hunters know about this. If you oh, want to yeah. get out there and hunt. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the waterfowl lottery hunts take place uh, November 4th through the 5th, and youths only for, uh, from 10 to 17. Uh, so, And then uh, also uh, these 30 dates uh, uh, are available for the White Lake uh, Marsh and Ricefield waterfowl lottery hunt. So you guys, 18 and over, want to get out there and maybe have a, a hunt out there on White Lake. Pretty big lake, too. People don't see that till you get up in the air when you're looking down in White Lake. I'm, we're talking about one big lake Good out lake. there uh, in, uh, was that, uh, Jeff Davis Parish or Cameron Parish yeah. out in that area, Vermilion Parish. I mean, one big uh, lake. I don't know how many thousands of acres it is, but it's it's large. Uh, I want to say it's even larger than Lake Pelord uh, over in Morgan City. Really? Spanish Lake's around 1,400, 1,700 acres. Yeah. You know, dwarf that, too. Right. 
So in the meantime, I want to say successful applicants will be notified by email if you put in an application to hunt uh, on this waterfowl. So uh, with that, uh, and uh, with that, awarded fees for marsh waterfowl lottery hunts are 350 bucks. Rice field water, uh, waterfowl lottery hunts are 225 plus a transaction fee of $5. Each successful applicant will be allowed to uh, bring one additional hunter as a guest on the marsh hunts and two additional guests on the rice field hunts, all hunters must have the appropriate licenses, yep. uh, oh, yeah. so which is important for you guys. Uh, anyway, meanwhile, uh, also for dove hunters, uh, uh, which is coming up uh, on September 2nd, uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, offered the dove lease fields in DeRitter and Colfax on September the 2nd. So uh, anyway, you got to get in there and hustle. So uh, the DeRitter hunt will have two fields located off of Highway 190, approximately five wa- miles west of the intersection of 171 and Highway 27. So uh, with that, the fields are approximately 150 acres and uh, 375 acres of harvested corn. So fields will be open to the public at 5 a.m. So uh, a lot of hunting going on, Rick, right oh, now, yeah. and uh, it's just yeah. about to get going. The agents uh, are being busy, too. Oh, yeah. I think so. They usually are, too. You always got uh, somebody that, that's uh, trying to get ahead of the game. You know? That's right. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to hunt on one of these uh, dove lease fields in Derrida or Colfax, yeah, just go to the Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries website uh, uh, and look that up and yep. uh, to register and get involved. So, uh, but that's coming quickly too. That's uh, so a, week, be, week, yeah, that's yeah, a week, week away. That's right, eight days. So yeah. uh, get in there and do it. Uh, I don't see. I'm looking through the article at the press release, looking to see if there's a. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to see if there's a term where uh, it ends where you can't get involved, but. Uh, I think they'll take as many as hunters as they can oh, on yeah. those fields. So, That's a lot, uh, of, a lot of good good amount of acreage, Tony. Yeah, you're right about that. So. And this weekend, Tony, be a good weekend to sit down, go through your gun, take it apart. You know, boy, you said a mouthful uh, there. The Remington 1100 is is a very nice gun, but there's some rings on there, Tony. And after a year or so, you have to change those rings because. That gun works off a of gas. When the shell ejects, it makes a gas. Uh-huh. And if that ring is is uh, dry rotted or broken. It will not eject the shell. So, you know, just go through the gun and, and kind of clean it up and check it out, you know. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Not only that, with uh, just want to check out all your equipment, too. Uh, yeah. You because know, deer, uh, deer season is not that far off that's either, right. you know. So you want to make sure all your other uh, stuff, uh, whether it be, you know, as we see those four-wheelers instantly. Oh, we yeah. see them coming down the uh, highway in the back oh, yeah. of trucks we went to Jonesboro two weeks ago. And, man, like I told you, I, I counted about 15, you know, trucks pulling trailers and they had two three and some of them had four four wheelers so they're getting ready they're ramping up for uh for hunting oh, season oh that they are too and it's just a matter of time in that regard so uh yeah. and the further you go north the more you see oh absolutely yeah. i even have friends up in the uh mississippi area uh up in that area getting ready to uh get their camps in line and uh and everything uh, lined up with them with their equipment now so uh it's right around the corner yeah Anyway, just one quick note before we take our first break here on Cane uh, Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. As the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries to offer an introductory hunting course for squirrels. Okay. And that's going to be on September 16th. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, Education a Program will hold an introductory hunting course titled Squirrels 101. Uh, of course, that's going to be in Baton Rouge on September 16th, 16th. from 9 a.m. to noon. The refuge is located at 4142 North Flannery Road in Baton Rouge. Of course, it's going to cover the basics of squirrel hunting, including equipment, requirements, regulations, where to hunt, scouting, game, and cleaning, and more. 
And the course is free, however, the space is limited. Those interested um, attending must uh, pre-register, so go to the Wildlife uh, Fisheries website, and I'm sure you can walk through and negotiate through some of that to sign up for that. But, heck, you know, I laugh. Uh, uh, yeah, if you want to really learn how to, to squirrel hunt, go up to Vilplat in that area. Oh, Those old right. hunters up yeah, there they, can they, they give you a mouthful. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. They, they take it serious, they, they take squirrel hunting like we take. I want to say open and day. If it's on a Friday, they, they shut down the schools. Oh. Yeah, they do. It's, it's like it's, a holiday. Yeah. It's like the festival here. It is. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a big holiday up in that part that, of the country. That's right. Uh, yep. With that, and I've known friends uh, from Vilplat up in that area, Turkey Creek all up in there. Yeah. And uh, Washington, Louisiana, they, that boy. Oh, that's a, that's like I mentioned. That's like the Sugarcane Festival. That's right uh, for them up there in uh, those parishes. Anyway, in the meantime, it's time to take our first break here on Kane Radio FM one zero seven five and AM twelve forty. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. Discover Ragin' Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Ragin' Cajun Foods' delicious lines of seasoned red beans, white beans, black-eyed peas, sweet jalapeno relish, Ragin' Cajun roux, rice dressing, gumbo, jambalaya, etouffee, shrimp and grits, seafood bisque, and the new Ragin' Cajun stovetop shrimp oil, gator rub, and sizzling steak seasoning. Ragin' Cajun, the original recipes have been handcrafted here in Acadiana since 1985. Folks, ask them for that Rage and Cajun. Save ball. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dahl's Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. Hi, this is Boxcar Bajlow inviting you to join me and PGA Golf Professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. We'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by GolfBalls.com and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kane Row, and Sugar Oak. So let's make a tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Stream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. And you know, Rick, uh, the, something that's coming to mind uh, remind people too, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries reminds hunters, especially dove fields, cannot be burned due to the statewide uh, burn ban. 
And the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries would like to remind hunters that uh, dove fields cannot be burned in preparation for the opening weekend of dove season, which begins September 2nd due to the statewide uh, burn ban in effect. And with the burn ban in effect, one of the most popular methods for preparing uh, dove fields is not an option. So the goal behind preparing a dove field for opening day yeah. or any other day of that uh, dove hunting is to have available food that is easily accessible to doves, but doves feed on small grains and uh, they need uh, uh, the easy access to them. Therefore, your dove field must have bare ground or be cut, such as the vegetation is short and not covered with uh, stalk residue. Meanwhile, a good alternate to, to burning is to mow or brush a hog field in order to uh, clean uh, the ground desired by doves. Of course, the residue uh, can be raked or shredded or lightly disliked. Uh, heavy disking will cover too much of the seed. Remember, though, uh, although it's legal to manipulate uh, planted grains for doves, it's not legal to add grains to the field and hunt over them. So, uh, anyway, for you dove hunters uh, getting ready uh, out there in the next few days, yeah. too, with that. So uh, I remind you to look into that. Meanwhile, Rick, uh, also uh, to remind folks, uh, it's uh, the freezer days. It's uh, time to uh, check out times and locations to clean out your freezer. And, uh, of course, in our area, the Acadiana area, it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Of course, the benefits uh, is for the refinery mission. Meanwhile, uh, some of the... uh, Clean out your freezer locations in the area. Uh, Cajun Field uh, from 10 a.m. to 3. Of course, that's out on West Congress in Lafayette. Uh, Also, uh, Eunice, a little out of our area, the fire station out there. Meanwhile, First Assembly of God Church on Verrod School Road in Youngsville uh, over in Opelousas. It's uh, Giles Nissan over in Opelousas. So uh, just a good thing. Uh, You know, a lot of people, uh, uh, I don't know if you have freezer burn maybe with some of your meat uh, that you have there, but it's always good uh, to get, you know, clean out your freezer and uh, see what you can handle too. uh, Usually around a year, Tony, a little over a year, yeah, you will get some some freezer burn. So it's good to, uh, you know, and then, Fishing's going to get better, and like you said, hunting season's right around the corner, so that's, that's a good program. Yeah, it is, and it yeah. goes to needy, uh, so with that, uh, oh, yeah. and I think uh, they've they've uh, garnered or raised uh, or brought in, uh, we're talking about hundreds of It was of a bunch last year. Pounds, yeah, it man. was. It was up you there. You know, in that, in that regard to the feed uh, uh, certain areas. So, right, uh, for the just, shelters. And yeah, the, yeah, just folks, if you got something in there, of course, Cajun Field, uh, of course, Verrod School Road over in Youngsville, 3555, and the First Assembly of God Church. Uh, they're collecting, uh, if you want to clean out your freezer in that regard. So uh, most important in that area. So uh, I advise uh, with that, too. So anyway, in the meantime, too, Rick, uh, just something I want to bring up that uh, saw a nice article. And it's starting to be a pattern here in the state with regards to the wildfires breaking out. All yeah. over the uh, state of Louisiana, Ooh, it's dry, and it's hundreds of wildfires, not yeah. just a few, it's hundreds, and have broken out across Louisiana, and more likely as a heat wave holds steady, yeah. uh, we don't see any break right now, and it's just a big high we're sitting under. Uh, in, meanwhile, they have had 135 wildfires have burned across Louisiana over the weeks, and many more expected as a state is grappling with a long spell of a low rain and uh, extreme high heat. And, of course, uh, they got dry trees, dry grass, dry ground. Uh, I think uh, Agricultural Commissioner uh, uh, Mike Strain has uh, mentioned that, you know, we get a little breeze pushing by, and it's a perfect scenario for wildfires. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, 
if you can believe this or not, already almost 2,500 acres have been damaged by fire since the middle of last week. And that's about as much land burned to all of 2019. Last week's fires cost an estimated $3.6 million in damage to crops, woodlands, buildings, according to the Department of Agriculture and the state's primary wildfire uh, response agency. At least 600, you ready? 645 wildfires have burned in Louisiana this year, and there are more hot weeks and more likely more fires ahead. The state issued a burn ban way back on August the 7th after about a fifth of Louisiana's 64 parishes had already prohibited outdoor burning. Of course, on Monday, Governor uh, John Bell Edwards declared the state of emergency, you know, over the summer record-breaking heat wave. Meanwhile, wildfires have impacted much of the state. Uh, Governor Edwards said while announcing the meetings this week with the state emergency. So, folks, it's it's so important that, uh, you know, you just watch what you do. And I know a lot of people still smoke cigarettes, and uh, they're going to toss them out their cars. Yeah, and start a fire, too. Oh, you don't think it won't, you yeah, know, with the dry, dry oh, with the grass on the side of the roads yeah, and all. Just one amber so, and a little uh, bit of wind, you get a fire. That's right. Yeah. And some of the largest fires have been in Sabine Parish, and uh, that's out there near, uh, near Toledo Bend and all, and three simultaneous yeah. blazes damaged more than 1,000 acres in a rural parish near the Texas line. And uh, from Douglas Downs, from the chief of the South uh, Sabine Fire Department, it's something he said he's never seen. And this is California-type stuff yeah, he mentioned. Dry, man. This isn't Louisiana. Of course, in July, the department, uh, just the fire department of Sabine Parish, uh, responded to 60 calls, 60. Yeah. You know, twice as many as normal and uh, of the wood fires and all. And it's been it's been really hectic in that regard, too. Yeah, it's been dry. Tony. You know, it's nothing but uh, on Monday that, I mean, it burned down houses, structures. Uh, you know, folks got to look about that. And one woman's house was destroyed by a wildfire. It scorched several hundred acres in South Sabine Parish. And she said yep. the fire was practically in my backyard. Yeah, I've seen one video. It was wasn't nice. You know, and it's yep. folks, it's something that uh, we've got to get a handle on here. Uh, in the state and uh, careless causes it. the big thing mm-hmm. is like i said with cigarettes yep. and and marshes burning uh you know even though the plumage and all it's really uh dry it, it doesn't take much to ignite something like that no. uh, just an ash That's you right. know from a cigarette oh, yeah. uh, could set that off even though the cigarette so folks i ask that you um, if you do smoke i ask that you put out your cigarette and use it uh responsibly uh to put it out and not chunk it out your car, and or even if you uh, uh, outside uh, smoking, who knows? If, I can remember one year this true story with myself. I uh, you know I got to the point where uh, I wanted to burn my Christmas tree. Got outside and lit it up, and uh, it went to a fire. And all of a sudden, it was dry that year around Christmas, and also my grass and started the catching yard up. caught on fire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I asked that uh, use your. Yeah. Use your mind well with that. Uh, we're going to uh, with Christmas and all uh, weather that, but it's uh, use your use your knowledge and I mean fires are broken out all over the state yep. and uh, it's really important. Uh, even though this is a fishing and hunting show, uh, you know people be dove hunting uh, in, yeah. this next weekend. Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, yeah. So people smoke cigarettes out there and uh, folks. Oh yeah. Just be careful. You don't want to do that and uh, create some kind of issues and problems in that regard. So. Uh, Anyway, um, uh, Commissioner Stain had uh, had said uh, he wanted to, um, after no one signed up to challenge him, he said the drought is wrecking havoc with the state's farm and forest. He said a key.
causes climate change, which acknowledge is driven at least in part by human activity, but bad decisions by individuals too often are what set the parched uh, landscape afire. Of course, uh, with that, folks, uh, just want to remind you about that. If you see somebody doing that, say, hey, man, you, you know what? Where's your common sense? Yeah, you don't you know, so uh, I don't know if not to get in an argument or f- a fight or whatever, right. but just to remind folks. Just uh, if you're a smoker and uh, just like use, it is, Tony. It's that's right. Ooh. And uh, we don't want to see uh, a lot Very of habitat uh, being lost due oh, no. uh, to yep. carelessness and ash and whatever else things may be. Anyway, the tides t- today, uh, uh, Friday, the 25th of August, the sun rose at 641. It's coming up a little later each morning. Yep. And sunsets are going down a little earlier at 737. In the high and low tide chart, we can see the high tide was 247 this morning, while the low tide will be at 516 p.m. tonight or this afternoon late. Elsewhere, Saturday, the 26th, sun's going to rise in uh, Vermilion Bay at 642. It's going to set at 736. In the high and low tide chart, the first high tide uh, Saturday morning will be at 3.26 a.m. and the low tide will be at 6.18 p.m. Meanwhile, Sunday, the 27th of August, uh, the sun's going to rise at Southwest Pass Vermilion Bay at 6.42. It's going to set at 7.35. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the high tide will be at 4.03 a.m. in the morning, Sunday morning, and the low tide will be at 7.20 uh, Sunday uh, evening. The average water temperature in Southwest Pass Pavilion Bay came down a little bit. Last week, it was right at 90. They show 84. So 84. I'm wondering, hmm. you know, what uh, what might have moved that uh, in that regard. So uh, maybe some showers out in the Gulf. Who knows? In that res- uh, uh, restriction. So, But anyway, Rick... These are the fine people, the reason we're here yep, each week. you're right, Tony. got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Cajun Seasoning and Foods. And our motto is always, Kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal. And remember, Kane.